0: Bush and Richie here with another podcast for you, and we're going to say right at the start of this, we've got a treat for you lot right yeah. now.
1: Yeah, you've got a treat, and you've got to wait right to the end.
0: That's it. So if you're good, if you're well-behaved, there's a, a, a... It's not an Easter egg, because an Easter egg's like a little tiny silly thing that we've done. We've actually gone right out of our way to treat you lot today. Oh, we have. We really, really have. Oh, we have. So, look, get ready. But Maybe you're one of those people that might bail out. And you know,
1: we wouldn't blame you towards the end of the show, listen to the whole thing. Would you would it be too much to say? And if it is too much to say, it'll never make it into the podcast. But would you say the biggest treat is for Bill Bailey? What in that he's finally been
0: allowed to fly? (laughs)
2: Yeah. It's sort of like releasing a dog.
0: Bill can finally be released from his contract. (laughs) Anyway, said too much. Here's the podcast.
2: Absolute radio.
0: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
2: With Tesco Mobile, every little helps.
0: This is the Hometime Show with Bush and Richie. It's Absolute Radio. Uh, if the working day was a meal in a restaurant, uh, this show be the liqueur, coffee, and
1: the bill. <laughs> I think it's increasingly important these days in this busy world and busy lives that we lead to embrace your inner geek. I 100% back that up. Don't, 100%. Don't suppress it. Don't think, "Oh, what will people think of me if there's something you want to do?" Just do it. Do you know what I think as well? I
0: think people are getting more uh, bold and uh, feel like they're backed up a little bit when they want to go and do their own thing. Yeah. You know, pre- previously there's kind of a herd mentality. and Everyone was like, "We take the mickey out of you if you're doing your own thing." Like
1: one of these kids is doing their own thing. If you remember that from yeah from Sesame Street. Now it's fine. It's easier to do as you get older as well because you just don't care so much which is why Saturday morning one of the days where I can have a line if I want I actually set an alarm to get up and to be out and about at a deserted station at 8.45 in the morning to not catch a train. I love me trains, always have done, but I knew for a fact that on this Saturday morning, 8.45, if I was up and about, nice and early, a steam train was going to come thundering past a local station to me. Wow, so someone who's into trains like you, you like modern trains and stuff as well. I do, yeah, yeah. But
0: where does the steam train sit in the pantheon of different trains in in the train spotting world? It's
1: It's like a living, breathing machine. Right. As it thunders past with its steam and all its noise and all its dirt and all its grime. Do you get all giddy when the steam touches your face and eyelids? Yeah, and you soak in the smell. It's beautiful. <laughs> so I did. I set, up, uh, set an alarm, got out there nice and early. There's me and like a... I don't know what the uh, the collective noun is for a group of train enthusiasts. But Losers,
0: was, I no, think. <laughs> Only joking, only I just said embrace you again. I couldn't help it, it was, it was there, it was a tap-in.
1: Let's go for a clutch of enthusiasts at this point I'm sure point our, our listeners
0: can come up with the collective
1: noun for, <laughs> for terrain enthusiasts. <laughs> and there we all were, taking, waiting for this train. It turned out, took a beautiful picture. You can have a look at it on you Twitter have, I have want.
0: to say, you have taken a very good photo. It's, like it's like the uh, front cover of an Agatha Christie. A novel.
1: little moment for this bloke who turned up about 30 seconds too late, screeched into the car park, Trying to get out of the <laughs> car, his tripod dropped on the floor, didn't quite get over the bridge in time, missed it. He looked crestfallen. He's going to get no end of stick on the forums.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, not, what, we don't have forums. What was the name of this specific name of the train and what type of train was it again? It, it, was, was,
1: it? it was a steam train, it was heading to Norwich. It was part of it, it was a Steam Dreams charter or something. But
0: why are like you that? always the person on the platform and not the person in the carriages in these things? can't sure. see it. To, for you, it would be less fun being in the carriage.
1: It's like these people that go and chase storms. You know, they, you know, that, it's that kind of thing. You, you're chasing <laughs> it to see it, to spot it.
0: So you're saying that uh, following a steam train around is, is uh, the equivalent of chasing the storm? Not quite.
1: <laughs> Nearly that. <laughs> so if you've had a geeky weekend or maybe even a geekier weekend than me, embrace your inner geek, share it with us right now. I want to hear what you got up to. 81215 to text us, or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Don't be shy. It's amongst consenting adults.
3: The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie, Absolute Radio, Britain's
0: number one post-work support group. It's just gone quarter past four on a Monday afternoon.
1: Albert, hoping you had a good weekend and asking you to embrace your inner geek. If there was an activity that you got up to at the weekend that do you know what you love doing, don't care what other people think, share it. I went out photographing steam trains, took a beauty of a picture. Would you say that you went train spotting? No. Why, you I did
0: went go. out photographing steam trains. That is a technical term for train spotting. No, it's not. It is. You went to spot a train. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Are you distancing yourself from the, the fellows that you normally see? Sometimes writing. You don't write in notebooks. I is don't write difference? in notebooks. No. What are they doing in the notebooks?
1: They're just well, they're they're you know recording numbers, aren't they?
0: Would you ever record? You're, a trying, to, you're I'm
1: not. trying to tie me up here. I'm I know interested. what you're doing. I'm not doing. I'm not playing. I'm taking an interest. <laughs> you're a friend. I don't feel that you are.
0: However, we are trying to get to the bottom of uh, what a collective noun is. for uh, a group yeah. of. Enthusiasts. <laughs> enthusiast. You're still doing it. I'm just asking. Uh, here on Roadcat says, I'm sure it's an anorak of train spotters. I'm ignoring that. And Luke from Chertsey says, the
1: collective noun for a group of train enthusiasts is grises. Do you know what? I've just looked up on the dictionary. He is right. It actually says a fanatical railway enthusiast. That's an actual dictionary definition. If there's an app for it, be careful what you type in <laughs> in the app store
0: because it's an entirely different rendezvous.
1: Oh, Matt says, I saw the same train in Lowestoft. Beautiful bit of engineering. He says Whoa. Someone else here Embracing their inner geek A 1,000 piece Harry Potter puzzle At the weekend They've even got a roll-up mat for it.
0: Do you know what, right? I love board games and, and stuff like that. I would never do a jigsaw in my life.
1: Could you ever be bothered with a jigsaw? Uh, I wouldn't have mad. the patience. Wouldn't have the patience. But that is, that's is—that's one of those little bits that blows my mind, that you can have a roll-up mat for a jigsaw. How does that even work? Exactly. I don't understand it. Oh, it's Harry Potter. It's probably magic.
0: <laughs> uh, Darren Izzard says, Guys, I, I collect Funko Pop vinyl figures. I don't care anymore. As you say, embrace it. Share the hobby with my little boy as well. This is what you got to do. Embrace You're geek. a geek. Keep them coming.
3: They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Rich.
0: I have to salute the uh, complete variation in all these different things that people are into, our yeah. listeners. Emma says, uh, this is a weird one, I'm a member of the Sons of the Desert, the Laurel and Hardy Appreciation Society, a worldwide organisation. We're split up into tents that are named after their films. My tent is the Saps at Sea tent in Southend. Wow. Pick that one out. I still don't know what's going on there.
1: Uh, Dan says he works for a cater company that delivers to private jets his favourite place at an airport watching the planes loves it he says I could tell you what the plane is and what airlines they are embrace the geek do you know right? I'm not a massive fan of flying I'm kind of
0: much better with it than I used to be but there's something about food on a plane that I love plane food really
1: yeah I absolutely love it you won't find many people saying that embrace the geek this is good
0: I would (laughs) definitely have that for my tea it's amazing (laughs) look we've got Mark on the line Mark what geeky thing did you do this weekend Uh, I
1: went metal detecting of all things Oh, Oh, Mark, there's always something about that that looks so cool. (laughs) How, How did you get into it, Mark? How did you start getting into metal detecting?
2: started when I was uh, a little lad and I was into archaeology and uh, finding,
1: well, trying to find treasure and stuff like that. And, and, if you, and if
0: you do find, I imagine the kind of pinnacle for you is, is finding some kind of Viking burial ground or whatever, do you get to keep it? Remember the, remember those people who found that incredible hoard of stuff? Do they get money for that or do they just have to hand it over to the museums?
1: Uh, they have to hand it over to the museum, but usually if they have an agreement with the farmer, there's like a 50-50 share and it goes to a treasure committee. Treasure committee. Mark, what is the best thing that you have detected in all your years of detectoring? (laughs)
3: Uh, Well, this year I found a gold coin of uh, Richard III called a gold angel, which is uh, very rare.
0: Wow. Ah. Let's get involved with this. Yeah, defo. What's the weirdest thing you've ever found whilst detectoring?
1: Um, A condom packet.
0: (laughs) All right, mate. Brilliant, thanks for that. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, Mark, mate.
3: (laughs)
2: Salut
3: radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on
1: with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Tori, he's been in touch, uh, says hers is actually going to be this coming weekend. Uh, she's going to Sheffield from Maidstone for a Pokemon tournament. Oh, wow. Says if she gets enough points, she will be able to move from regional to the championships.
0: You know, I, I play Pokemon sometimes with our eldest daughter. She's nine, and she absolutely loves it. And it can be like a... You can get like really... Some of the cards are worth loads of money. Like I had really no rare.
1: idea it was still... Such a thing. But it's been going like 20 odd years now oh, that's as well. Incredible,
0: yeah. Tori, let us know how you go on. And let's mm. get us some home-time branded shirts yeah. or something. Uh, look, here's a fact that's sad but true. Every two minutes, someone in the UK is sadly diagnosed with cancer. It's something which affects all of us, but now you can help fund treatment whilst having a laugh at the same time. Uh, great news Absolute Radio Live at the London Palladium is back for its fourth year. Uh, this year, our friends at Holiday and Express are helping out, and once again, we're raising money for Stand Up to Cancer. Uh, Frank Skinner is your host, along with a brilliant lineup Dara O'Brien, Joe Brand, Tom Allen Kerry Godleyman Matt Ford Glenn Moore Kojo Aneem and the tickets go on sale this coming Friday morning at 9am but you can find out all the information and get yourself primed at absoluteradio.co.uk slash comedy have a look we've got Blurnex. time
2: with Bush and Richie with Tesco Mobile spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill Tesco Mobile every little helps terms and conditions apply
0: just been talking about geeky weekends I'll tell you something geekier did at the weekend I had a little a uh, tour around Everton's changing
1: room at Goodison Park ahead of the game yesterday against Wolves. Now, of course, you were going up and come Friday, come back in the last week, you were a worried man. Well, I think it's fair to say
0: that the jinx has been lifted, the curse has gone, yeah. we won 3-2. is an amazing game. A big thank you again to Hometime listener Paul and his lovely friends and uh, his, his mate Manny wants to say hi to his Mrs Vicky who listens to Hometime on the drive home from Huddersfield to Liverpool. You've just done it. So there you go, that's done. Uh, but we had a tour, it was amazing. We, we, uh, and I've never had this ever in my life I've never met an Everton player in my life really and I got a tour around the changing rooms at Goodison Park by Everton legend Graham Sharp there's a name from my childhood who scored probably the greatest uh, goal I've ever seen in a a Merseyside derby at Anfield still to this day but I'm I'm quite interested in the preparation in a geeky way up to the point of a football match Mm -hmm. so I never knew for starters that even if they're playing a home game I just thought if you play a home game you just turn up from your house don't you if you're playing at home I'd imagine so but they all stay in a hotel the night before do they really Everton's players did not know that. Didn't know that. Sharpie told us that. And then this is the thing that I, I genuinely didn't realise at all. We were looking around the, the, the changing room and all the all the players like kits were out ready to go, like Coleman, etc., for Charlison, and it had their shin pads on top of their shorts right. ready to go. And all of the shin pads were the size of a credit card. tiny little credit cards Really? I was like what's going on basically Graham Sharp made a joke that that's Bernard's shin pads because they were tiny like Charles ones Uh, but it turns out that loads and loads of players in the Premier League and I presume beyond hate wearing shin pads but they have to because of the FA law so what they do is they get them made really really tiny so it's like a token gesture <laughs> and it gets them through this loophole of I having to wear shin pads I did not know
1: that I can remember PE at school if you hadn't bought your shin pads you couldn't play yeah. so what we would do is if we hadn't bought our shin pads we would stick like a little exercise book down your socks well that like, is in your you jotter could... yes <laughs> as in like your little jotter that you're doing your English in and then you would still be able to do PE
0: wow we were talking last week on the show about whether your childhood was Angela's Ashes can't get any more than that it's amazing <laughs>
2: Absolute Radio,
3: the hometown podcast
0: with Bush and Ritchie, Cheryl Crow on the Absolute Radio 90s. If you love this kind of stuff, you love our little brother digital station. You can pick it up by the free Absolute Radio app, or if you've got a DAB radio, don't boast about it. You can get it there as well. Two down, one to go.
1: So, back end of last week, Bush and I are in a meeting, and we get informed they found some budget for this show. <gasps> Honestly, it, we can believe it. It's it's really exciting. Uh, I'm not a numbers and figures kind of person, but uh, I understand that this is a really good thing for us because, for the first time ever, we can get some proper show merch. Uh,
0: our show within this building has got an Oliver Twist type feel about it. <laughs> Please, sir. Uh, can I have some more, <laughs> Richie? Holding out a bandaged hand with a,
1: you know, a bowl, an empty bowl. But as I understand it, this budget is there. Obviously, how many months are there now to the end of the year? Four, is that right? i done my maths right there. Something like that. So we've got to, we've got to spend this and get this. Inked in and done; otherwise, it gets lost. Yeah, it's not Christmas. Like we're not going
0: to be able to keep hold of it or anything. Plus, they might realise they've made some kind of a mistake and just take it off us.
1: What you're spending on them? Yes, exactly. So we want to get some show merch done. The question is, and this is something I've been asking myself all weekend: what do we get for a piece of merch? All right, your root one idea is a mug. I think we're beyond that. Okay, they, they've been done and dusted. Those they've things, been done they? and dusted. So over the weekend. I personally have been sat there thinking, and for me, I I might have overthought this. I've been thinking, look, with the home time show, it's a very specific time of day, very specific activities. It would be nice to get a piece of merch done um, that is integral in people's lives for this time of day. Okay, I think I've come up with a great idea.
0: You've you've hit upon it right at the very beginning here, you reckon?
1: It's it's an idea. Look, this is the start of an idea's process right here. It's a consultation. But I thought I'd get things going. Go on, then. A home-time spatula... What is in the thing you like to turn in a waffle th- over with? I've yeah, thought. or the, the you know using in a uh, what do you a use a frying, spatula for actually? Well, a frying pan, scrambled eggs, you know. Okay, uh, rubber one or like a metal- rubber one. That's what it's what they all are these days. Yeah. So yeah. what you'd have, yeah. you've got the big handle, and then on the on the on the the spat bit at the end, whatever that is. I think is, that is the technical The spatula, top, yeah, your, 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 your the spat. You could have Bush and your face on one side, yeah. Uh, me on the other side, Richie. So people see us when they're, like, flipping eggs. So whilst you are... When you get home and whilst you are preparing dinner, you're picking up your home-time spatula. Oh. Imagine, we're on the phone to someone. Hey there, uh, Julia, how are you? Yeah, I'm great. Have a nice chat with them at the end of it and go... Tell you what, we're going to send you a home-time spatula. Oh, brilliant, I've always wanted
0: one of them. But I don't want Julia, later on that week, to see my face half-covered by a wrist hole as she flips it over. <laughs> it's just <laughs> not the, the vibe we're going for,
1: do you know what I mean? OK. Well, look, it's, like I said, it's, it's an idea's process, isn't it? We're not ruling it out. If there was, if we're
0: in a meeting room, we do, we're doing a brainstorming, it's going on the It It is on the
1: whiteboard, thank you. See,
0: for me, I've, I've lost my my house keys at the moment. Right. With, which I did have an Everton Are you gonna key. Are going to
1: say key ring? Well,
0: a key fob. A key fob, okay. A fob with home time on it. You okay. use it for maybe you have your car keys on it or your house keys or something like that. Okay, it's a start. It's a start. People are already suggesting. Matt says for home time it has to be a bus pass holder.
1: Oh, I like that.
0: And that's a good start as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So listen, we are we're not ruling anything out here. We're open to all suggestions. Anything you think would make a great bit of show merch. We're only allowed to pick one thing though. <laughs> You might not have wanted to, but it did feel like you were ruling out the Home Time Spatula. I'm not ruling out a spatula. I'm just concerned. OK, fair enough. 8, 12, 15, what do you reckon? The Home time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
2: Absolute Radio.
0: Paul Weller on Absolute Radio. Broken Stones from his Garden Centre album. What else was on there was um, Bird Bath. He yeah, had another song called Wheelbarrow. And there's a really long secret track at the end, which was an owl what's eyes light up and frighten off cats from getting in your garden.
1: Which was good if you stayed on to
0: listen for it. It was well worth
1: listening on for. That's home time with Bush and Richie, you alright? Incredibly, budget has been found for this show to get some home time merchandise. So a consultation ideas process has started on the show tonight. We want to try and find the best item that we could brand to have as home time merchandise.
0: I feel there was a bit of uh, a frosty atmosphere in the studio during that song, because I feel that you've had your nose put out joint, because you reckon I'm ruling out the your idea of a spatula.
1: The home time spatula I thought was a really good idea. One of the uh, other positives I never got the chance to put across earlier because I did give this some thought over the weekend. Obviously, whatever we decide upon, we yeah. will then order a job lot off. A huge amount of. We will then store in the home time lock up, okay? Which is under producer Adam's desk. <laughs> exactly. But then when it comes to sending stuff out, obviously you want an item that is easy to send. Okay. Spatula, you can just slip in an envelope. Right, okay. You'd be, okay. Can
0: I just say you'd be thrown out a dragon's den within the first ten minutes. You'd be back in that lift. <laughs> I don't think so. It's a pretty watertight idea. You could light your fags off the door hinges with that lift.
1: Don't see a bad idea to a home time branded Absolute Radio spatula.
0: Well, it's a consultation. We're not ruling anything out. Uh, what idea are you going to put on our whiteboard? Kimmy Cupcake on Twitter says, "What about a cushion with both your faces on for when you're home and putting
1: your feet up?" I'm sure there was an episode of Alan Partridge where his girlfriend got Alan Partridge uh, branded <laughs> cushions. Um, so no. Uh, or Though no idea is a bad idea. <laughs> uh, James and Liam say a beer jacket. I like that idea. Was that like a coat to drink in? No, no, no. It's like um, if you've got your, your beer out the fridge, oh. like you put it in like a little cooler frosty thing.
0: I'd love, a, I'd love an Air Force One style jacket <laughs> for when you're drinking. And Danny says, how about a pint glass? Do yes. You know, I'm still a bit annoyed. We we have in our cupboard over there our actual posh pint glasses still yep. stuck together from <laughs> right at the beginning of our start on I this remember show. Remember that.
3: time podcast with Bush and Ritchie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately it still contains the two of them talking.
1: Uh, our big boss was in the meeting uh, back end of last week when we found out we got this money. He's been thinking over the weekend as well. His idea is one of those, uh, you know when you go to the supermarket and you have to put a pound in the trolley to unlock it? Oh yeah. You can get those like tokens that are like the size of a pound coin or for, the, uh, for a gym locker but when they all made completely obsolete fairly recently because they changed the size of the pound coin yeah
0: so if we did that right paul our boss we'd have to go back and retrofit every single one of those pound coin holders wouldn't we but obviously no idea is a bad idea no idea is a bad idea, his idea but... exactly he signs off the money as well so yeah yeah we probably might do that nice one uh so ollie and aberdeen says guys what about a shampoo bowl with the cap shaped like a microphone that way your listeners can sing along whilst they're in the shower Are you showering between four and seven? If you are
1: sharing between four and seven, you've just committed a crime. Uh, Sammy says, but no idea is a bad idea. No idea is a bad idea. Uh, Some Bush and Ritchie furry dice for your car. You would have to make your faces glow in the dark so you can see them on the way home, though. I like it.
0: Nate says, what about like recycling shorts? One face
1: per cheek. Thanks, Nate. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, Brad in Reading says tea towels with self-portraits like we would do in primary school. We had one of those when when I was at school. Yeah,
0: at the very end, you got, got to, to keep it. a tea towel with all your, your your mates' faces on. I like that.
1: Uh, right, uh, Paul's hanging on. You got an idea for our show merch, Paul? I have. Yes. What is it, Paul?
2: Right, you know, you're saying about key rings.
1: Yeah. Mm.
2: Uh, well, you can get you can get key rings for for people who've lost the keys. You know, if you whistle, and it leaps at you.
0: Wow, because, I mean, I, I have genuinely lost my house keys, so this would That's this would be brilliant. what
2: I'm thinking. If, if you've got a key ring, you give it as merchandise. It's for people who lose the keys. <laughs> All you need to do is whistle, and it bleeps at you so you can find your keys.
1: And if it's going to be branded merch, maybe rather than it bleeping, it could be me and Bush going,
2: Oi, they're here! Yes. But, uh, yeah.
0: Well, listen, let's, let's try this out, Paul. If you could whistle, and then Richie and I will reply as if we're the key ring. Get ready, go for it.
3: Um...
1: Oh, he can't whistle, can he?
0: Oh, sorry, that's a terrible bit of whistling, Paul. Give it another go, mate, because that was awful. Go on.
1: Nope. Just like there's a, a, a gust of wind. <laughs> Paul, I'm so sorry. It's not going to work. You, you never you never rung uh, a national radio station expected to be outed as such a bad whistler. You know, it's quite hard to whistle on the spot, though, I guess, isn't it? <whistles> that's it. Go on, Paul. <whistles> nah, still no be good, better. mate. <laughs> Thanks for the idea, though, Paul. <laughs> Cheers, Paul.
3: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio.
1: Plenty of ideas coming in. Love uh, it. We've been given this funding for so much, but what's it going to get spent on? I came up with the idea of a home-time spatula. Yeah. Uh, Carol Ann tweets to say... Is she i she a qu- ghost? <laughs> no, she's not. She says, I quite like Richie's spatula idea, uh-huh. as people are cooking dinner this time of night. Then goes on to say, but what about an apron or a tea towel?
0: It's gone to the middle ground a little bit more. <laughs> I'm not ruling out the spatula. I like it. It's Thank definitely you. in the wheelhouse of what people are doing whilst our show is on. But, you know, we're associated with, like, flipping. Uh, well, I can tonight, I cannot think of the name of the thing that you have with your breakfast. There's a little. Hash Brown. Hash Brown. That's been yeah. trying to. Think of that all evening. Jen in Muxton says, furry bugs, stick them anywhere.
1: Do you no, remember was, those? Yeah, I do, that was quite 90s, wasn't it? A little bit of, a little kind of like bit woolly of fluff. fluff. Yeah.
0: A couple of those googly eyes. Yes, that's it. Get, get yourself down home bargain and then a bit of a rosette or a ribbon. <laughs> you stick them anywhere.
1: Uh, Bush and Richie, I am a tarot card fortune teller. Get a 78 card deck made with your job and face on. Thanks, Peter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who's going to be the death card, Peter? <laughs> uh, Dan Prose, yeah, and actually a you. producer that works here, says earplugs. Thanks for that, mate. Thanks, Thanks for back the up. support.
2: Absolute Radio. They
3: asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the hometown Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
0: We've managed to get a little bit of budget for some show merchandise. The question is... We need to pick one thing. What would make some great home time show merch?
1: Think about what you're doing at this time of day. We want to be in your life. See our faces. Uh, Darren's got the right idea. Dinner table placemats. Well, like the, the big old ones that are laminated when you can't eat your tea properly
0: <laughs>
2: when you're a kid. I think it would
1: be brilliant. Not enough people sit around the table. We're all sat on the sofas these days. It'd be great. Yeah. Take us back to the good old days, Darren. Yeah, because they don't go on you need those things. You have to properly sit at the table, don't you? Oh, what? You're now talking about a branded beaded cushion. That
0: would be good, wouldn't it? Wonderful. One of those cushions with like the actual tray on the top of it as well. Pricey. Pricey. Maybe we could only send out like eight or nine. Uh, like I said, there's not a huge amount of budget here, but we've got a bit. Nick and Cambly says, I'm not sure why you guys wouldn't just be going straight for the Bush and Richie commemorative plates. A little Lovely. bit like Princess Diana, the people's yeah. princess, but with our faces on.
1: Of course. Yeah. Same um, ballpark. The people's Home time show. Yes. Uh, Patches in Darlington, a uh, cool name or could be a typo. Uh, Bush and Richie, how about bobblehead dolls of you guys? It'd be just like having you in the kitchen with us or in the car. We could talk to you when you aren't on air, and we could even Flick Your Heads. Oh, do you know what? My friend
0: Iggy from Liverpool has just bought a motorhome, mm-hmm. right? And I bought him a dancing Pope for his <laughs> dashboard. He's a big Roman Catholic family up in Liverpool. Wonderful. There you go, dancing Pope. <laughs> Lovely gift. John in Nottingham says, How about some gardening <laughs> shears and a biscuit tin? Bush and rich tea. See what he's done there? Biscuits. It's very clever. We've had a couple of people suggest a line of biscuits. Yeah. I just don't know whether we've got the kind of... The, the infrastructure here at Absolute Radio <laughs> to design and create
3: biscuits. Or the kitchen. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Don't you love
0: the secrets of other trades? Oh, yeah. Secret little things that people do in their jobs, right? I had a real insight into it over the weekend. Uh, We've got some builders in at the moment that are redoing our downstairs toilet because it's horrendous. Uh, and my girlfriend Katie went in to see if the main carpenter guy, Lewis, wanted a cup of tea whilst he was working in there. And, and she discovered that he was drawing on the wall with a pencil. Right okay. on the freshly plastered wall, he was drawing on it, uh, and he was writing the words, and this is the God's honest truth, he was writing the words, chicken nugget, right. and he'd drawn a chicken nugget. Is this it, is a man who's skilled in carpentry. Is taking someone's order for something? Something going on. Uh, we asked him about it, and he does it, apparently, on every job that he's on, he always writes it on there, uh, and he went on to explain, whilst lifting his shirt, that uh, he loves chicken nuggets so much that when he was on a lad's holiday in Magaluf, he got a tattoo of a chicken nugget just below his nipple. Oh, right. So it's like a nickname thing for him. So it's something that he loves. It's like his tag. So, so if he's, he's ever on a job, right. he will draw a chicken nugget and write chicken nugget, and then the, the tiles will go over the top of it. So he's almost like an artist
1: signing his piece of work. So it's like, so he's like, kind of like the, the Leon C. Monet. It is, in many ways. Signing chicken, <laughs> just chicken, with a chicken nugget. nugget with his work.
0: But you think about it, right? If you're if you're in the trade or whatever, and you've done a brilliant bit of plastering, or you're, you're midway through doing a bathroom or extension or whatever, wouldn't you want your, your name on that bit of work you know
1: for future times to sign it like an artist well, does? I guess so I mean you know really every time that you and I open our mouths we we like to make sure people know that this is home time with Bush and Richie. so I guess yeah. we are you know we're, we're signing our work really. Stamping our chicken probably sometimes I'd like to open my mouth and say <laughs> I'm someone else not proud of what I'm saying but yeah I, I get what he's doing In many ways he's like Banksy that, that's the equivalent of Banksy chicken
0: mm. nugget over there so I just want to put it out there at this point in this show as we head into the final hour uh, is this a thing that people in the trades do where they secretly tag their work let us know 8 12, 15 tell you what I'm hungry I'm hungry now I think <laughs> about chicken nuggets
2: absolute radio
3: the home time podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush and Richie here with
0: home time it's absolute radio on a Monday night good to have your company hope you've had a good day Or good first day at school and all that. Uh, So just talking about the builder working on our bathroom at the moment, he secretly signed the plastering chicken nugget, which is kind of his nickname, as a kind of Banksy-esque tag, and he does it on all
1: of his work. People who work in the trades, do you secretly sign your works as a thing? Well, Chris texts here to say he restores classic cars. He says, I always put my initial somewhere on the chassis in weld. I love, in weld. Yeah. What, he'd like... Actually, does it with welding like a sign? Joined up writing, blasting it on there. That's quite some art, Chris.
0: Hey, you never know. You know the the fact that you've had your your garden returfed and done. Maybe there's a, a
1: secret signing from one of those guys on the patio. <laughs> I, I hope. <laughs> I hope that's all it is. Uh, another text here. My dad does lead work on chimneys during repairs on a local church in the nineties. He left his initials in concrete. It's still there. I love that. That's amazing stuff. Adam says his mate Jet washes the roof of the Emirates, but his mate is a West Ham fan and leaves a Hammers symbol. That is unbelievable. I'm going to I'm going to Stop this from happening. That's outrageous. If that is true, that is awful. Uh, guys,
0: I'm a decorator and I always sign the wall before I hang the paper, usually with Dobbo and the date, the 2nd of the 9th, 19. Nickname is from Dobson, but it sounds more like a Brazilian footballer. I
1: <laughs> <laughs> work. I can't move on from the jet wash guy, because thinking about all the games they've gone and watched at the Emirates, it is like a perspex roof. So yeah. someone has got to jet wash that. that is a, if that that that's is... what's happening... That's a scandal.
0: We are whistleblowers on this show.
1: Uh, Mark says, I draw a scary clown called Marcus on all my carpentry. That is horrendous, mate. Isn't it? Imagine <laughs> finding that. That's awful. Freaky. Right, let's, uh, let's take your calls. Who's this? It's
2: Clippers from Baselden.
1: Clippers? All right, Clippers. Well,
2: it's, in actual fact, it's Tiffany Jane Belford, born and bred in
0: Baselden. <laughs> but yeah, Clippers. <laughs> yeah. How's it going? You all right? How can we help you?
2: Well, just listening to your programme tonight has just cracked me up because I used to work at a Fiat New Holland tractor plant and <laughs> for 12 years and every time we... I worked in the piston house and every time we got to uh, 100 on the 100th job, I used to draw a face on it. So if anything went wrong with those pistons, they would find a little face on the 100th job.
0: <laughs> you sound like your piston already, to be honest with you.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not. I've Look, I've been with my granddad. I've been with my granddad, bless him, today. He was uh, supposed to have his eye up, so.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Well, listen, that sounds good. So, watch out for the Pistons. It could have your name written on there.
2: Well, luckily enough, you know, I don't work there no more. I, I work in education. <laughs> I help little children now, so it's all good. Wow. Okay. But wow. you, you two you crack me up. Really, it brightens my day up listening to you two. Of an evening, it's really good. And keep going, boys. It's good stuff. Do you know what?
1: I, I'm 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 partly motivated to get out and look at a load of pistons and find your
3: name. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
3: They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves, and here it is: the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh,
1: apologies if throughout the show today you have been blinded by my teeth. I had a dental appointment this morning at ten o'clock, so they're all a one and up to speed. Did you have them all cleaned up then? Did you have a bit of like? Well, well on no, the go? I, no, no, I've got, a, I've got a hygienist appointment coming up. You know, that's the old, uh, you know, clean up, isn't it? It's like the okay. jet wash of, uh, of, uh, of dentistry, but I Always have that panic on uh, before a dental appointment. Where, say for example, it's a ten o'clock appointment. So nine o'clock, you're in there doing the deepest of deepest cleans. So if like you've got the electric toothbrush, and after two minutes it buzzes to say, "Yeah, you've done enough." Yeah. On a normal brush, you go, "All right, cool. Put that away. Get on with the day." on dentist day dentist day keep going there's a movie in that dentist day dentist day Uh, but yeah so you do you do the big clean you do the mouthwash you do the floss and then you go to the dentist Um, and I I just feel that dentistry is one of those jobs where they just know they're being lied to (laughs) <laughs> they, they look in a different mouth every ten minutes. Yeah. So they know what's going on. They know a shambles when they see a shambles. They know a shambles. Mouth but they'll shambles. St- they'll still say to you, are you flossing? And even though I haven't flossed for about two months, yeah. I'll say, oh, yeah. And I think you they... You actually did lie. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I would. I would <laughs> confess. I, I had. The, I had the same
0: situation um, about three or four weeks ago with with the hygienist who gave me these. They're like little tiny spiky brushes. Oh, they're awful. Awful things. Yeah, I couldn't. I know. It was like trying to clean your teeth with a pipe cleaner. Yes, <laughs> <It's> exactly that. <laughs> and I just had to say, I'm really sorry you gave them to me, and I have. I don't know how to use them. <laughs> but I was honest because she would have known. I could tell.
1: But I did get asked a second a, a second time about a minute later. So do you see? You do floss. Just to double-check. And that's when I then went... Well, I, I, I started to floss uh, religiously after the last appointment. It ebbed away a little, but I, I, I floss on most occasions. So already
0: your story's starting to crumble. <laughs> it's starting
1: to flake away. I think it is one of those jobs where they're just
0: used to being lied to. I love the fact she turned around and gave you the Columbo second question. <laughs>
2: yeah. She
0: knows you're lying. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
2: Absolute
0: radio. Right then, that's the podcast. That's that's the bit you were expecting, all done and dusted in the bag. We hope you enjoyed the show.
1: Now for the treats. Yes, I mean, you've heard during the show today that money is now being spent on this show, which is wonderful. It's not being spent on the podcast. No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> As you're about to hear. Turn this one up, enjoy,
0: and uh, we'll see you at the next one.
1: Thank you for listening. The podcast is done. We hope you found it a lot of fun. Of course it won't be for everyone. So they can stick it up their bum. Thank you for listening, the podcast is done. We hope you found it a lot of fun. Of course it won't be
2: for everyone. So stick it up your bum.